running out of ink. As far as the uh, scorecard is concerned, 5-3. to three, Winnipeg takes the lead into the third period on a wild second period that had only 23 shots between both teams. Now, does it not remind you of a game where you'd look through the score sheet after and see Gilmore, Clark, Howard, Chuck, Dave well, Howard, Chuck, for sure. Yes. I mean, well over a 1,000 points, and I'm betting about 800 of them were against the Leafs. He didn't have at least a six-point night. It was not uh, not a good evening for Dale Howardchuk when he played Toronto. But the Leafs have an opportunity down two to try and claw their way back into this thing. By the way, this year, the Winnipeg Jets are a perfect 7-0 and leading after two periods of play. But we said sometimes you're due. The tough part for the Leafs, more than scoring two goals here in the third period, might be keeping the Jets off the board for 20 minutes. As defensively, they have, I'd say easily, their worst defensive effort of the season in a 20-minute span. Well, they were trailing 5-1 until a 5-on-3 got them a Matthews goal from Tavares and Nylander, and then Kasha scored a bit of a gift goal from behind the icing line is sixth from Sandine and Hall and so the Maple Leafs are at least back into the game as they move from left to right on your radio dial and the Jets now will play it down into the Toronto end. Lilligren back of the goal swings it around on the boards for Nylander. Chop back it goes and now Tavares plays it off in the wing and Muzzin turns back and it'll be Lilligren trying to bank it out at center but that doesn't connect and here's a chance for Shifley in on the right wing. He drops it back. Coninato with a shot and down is goaltender Joseph Walls and he'll hold on as uh, Nikolai Ehlers actually got the shot away from the right wing. And again, it's a very simple play. The Leafs try to move it through the middle of the ice. Gets knocked back onto a Winnipeg stick and the Leafs are scrambling going the wrong way. And for Joe Wall, I mean, this is a real test. Here throughout his career, he's been in situations like this before. You've given up five. You've got to try to be perfect now to give your chance the team to get back into it. Here's Dylan at the point. Long shot. Glove save. Wall held. And another faceoff coming in the Toronto zone. Michael Hutchison was on the trip and was the backup goaltender last night. And he started his career in Winnipeg, but never played against the Jets when he moved on to both Toronto, Colorado. And uh, he'll be back with the Marlies. Played up on the wing, and it's past everyone down into Winnipeg territory. Hellebuck scoops it around on the near wing. It'll come up to center and play down into the Toronto zone off the stick there of Pierre-Luc Dubois. Leafs get it to the line, but not out. Long shot, bouncing puck in front of the goal. Dubois with a shot, went off Matthews' skate, round back of the net, and the Jets starting like they did early in the second period. Now Spezza carries to center. He's going to slash it in, but goaltender Hellebuck out of the cage to block it. Got it ahead to his defense partner, and now Lowry will get to center and play it in over the line. A turnover right in front of the Leaf goal and a shot knocked down by Joseph Wall. Played back out into the center ice area. 
Was that Hall who turned the puck over or Sandine? I, I think it was Sandine. Puck along into the far corner. Still in the Toronto zone. A bouncing disc grabbed off by DeMello. Backhanded in front of the net. A shot. Owen Wall somehow got a right pad on it. Another shot is gloved by Wall. And he's going to hold on as the first five shots of this period are taken by the Winnipeg Jets. Well, the second and third defense pairings have been mixed up where you've got Lilligren and Muzzin and Sandine and Hall now together. And it has really been a comedy of errors, hasn't it? Sandine has had trouble. We've seen him stumbling. We saw him there that mishandled the puck right into the high slot that led to another scoring barrage for the Winnipeg Jets. And yet when he and Lilligren were paired together, they seemed to be much more comfortable. As we get an icing here against Toronto, and it's coming back again. Well, I think the move was made because at times Hall and Muzzin were the two guys that seemed to be struggling the most. Although having said that, that five-on-three they killed off in Minnesota last night. Hall and Muzzin did an outstanding job during that two-minute stretch. Draw one by the Jets. They try to work it in front of the net. Muzzin forces it wide. Comes back to the point. Another wrist shot taken there by Logan Stanley. Went off a leg and wide. Gets back in the net. Can't get it in front. And now trying to move the puck out. And the Leafs turn it over again. An attempted shot by Lowry was forced wide. Puck goes back in behind the net. Harkins trying to come out of the corner with it. Still with it. Harkins back to the point. Just kept in by Stanley. Long shot goes wide of the leaf goal. And Engvall just rolls it up along the boards to relieve the pressure to get it out. Jets have to wait for teammates to get on side. Svechnikov is heading to the bench. And they'll stretch things out. And the Leafs will get a change as well. Leafs have not, uh, really haven't controlled the puck in the Winnipeg zone in the first three minutes of this period. Have not had a shot. Played down into the Toronto zone again. Morrissey at the point, lofts it to the far corner. Kyle Connor trying to get away from Tavares. Had the stick knocked out of the hands and it comes up on the wing and Nylander will get it out for the Maple Leafs. Onto the right wing side for Riley. Riley, a pass in front for Nylander. It comes in behind the goaltender. And they don't get a backhand away. And now Hellebuck makes a save. Centering pass. Oh, and the Leafs came within a very fortunate bounce of getting within one. Joseph Wall is the rookie, but it's Hellebuck who really looks nervous. Yeah. Nervous as heck. Yep. Betza. Trying to play it in deep. Gets it handed back to him. Sends it towards the net. Cut off there by Brendan Dillon. Played to the line and out. And the Jets turn the puck over and have to go back to center to get it. And have cleared it deep into the Toronto end. Wall playing it himself around the boards to the line. Matthews coming over the boards. Got tangled up with the linesman. Centering pass. Shot wide of the lead goal. Matthews takes his man to the boards. That starts a shoving situation. Matthews is wrestled to the ice. And in wow. a battle there with Pierre-Luc Dubois. And nothing is going on by the officials. That's it. No, that's got to be called. I mean, that's... Oh, now, okay, now we got it. No, we're good now. I mean, Austin Matthews was down. Pierre-Luc Dubois would not let him up. And this... Leafs had the puck in the Winnipeg zone. 
And if this is if this is two minors. Bunting uh, and Pionk having a word. But it's Dubois that they better worry about. If they're gonna have any retribution, I would think. I mean this this started with an old fashioned battle. But if they're both gonna go, I mean we're watching this again. He's got a hold of Matthew's jersey from behind and is not letting them up. He's Brad, on Austin Matthews. I mean, I've seen rodeos that didn't last this long. Brad Meyer was standing right there. Now, how the play A wasn't stopped and B... I think they're both getting minors. Well, we'll wait and see what the call is. At this point, Leaf coach Sheldon Keefe is somewhat a disbeliever. That is That is unbelievable. Well, they're both in the penalty box. Whether one gets a double minor or not, we'll wait and see. Here, Luke Dubois, who is the man he wanted out of Columbus. In fact, so bad that he quit on his last shift for John Tortorella. And, four on four. Uh, then was traded four for, on four. Traded for Patrick Lyman. Four on four. Kuminiji roughing. And the guy was right there to watch. Here's a shot taken by Tavares, and it went high over top of the goal. Wow. That's... If this game ever got out of reach, I might tap Wayne Simmons on the shoulder and say, go to her, big boy. Now here are the Jets. Pop gets in over the line with Shifley. Shifley stops. Knocked down there by Tavares, who punches it ahead for Nylander. Nylander in over the line. Plays it off on the left wing and a drive by Riley. And he whistled it wide with the slap shot. Muzzin trying to find a bouncing puck, but it doesn't materialize. Shifley in with a backhand pass. And Muzzin knocked that into the corner. Centering pass comes out in front wall. A huge save. And the Leafs trying to break it out at center. And they do. Kasha, two on one. Trying to drop it back. Shooting. And Hellebuck made the save off of Muzzin, who was the trailer. Muzzin, near side, Sandine shooting! That was knocked into the corner on a save made by Hellebach. Well, we got an injured Leaf in front, and I think it's Sandine. He's in big trouble trying to get off. Bent over as he gets to the Leaf bench. Laid in around back of the net for Lilligren. Lilligren turns. Brought out at center ice. A pass ahead on the wing for Engvall. Shooting! Oh, and he just missed that far post. Kept alive by the Leafs who sent it in around back of the net. The Jets, Schmidt, getting it up on the wing. These two teams, of course, will only see each other twice this season. After getting a full of each other last year. Played back to the blue line in the slot. A pass in front is blocked there by Lilligren. And... David Camp trying to get the puck out, had it knocked away, and the Leafs' Brody will restore it as the Leafs are changing. Sandine bent over at the Leaf bench being attended to. And obviously something lower body because he was limping his way. A puck stolen in front of the net, and a shot by Bunting was just blocked at the doorstep of the crease. Here's Spezza trying to center. Comes back to the blue line to Riley. Riley... Sends the puck high and wide of the goal. 
Back of the net now is Spezza. Spezza is one of the defensemen has lost a stick. The puck comes back into the slot and it is pushed out at center ice and they can let that go because it would be a glove pass. But now we've got something going back in the Winnipeg end. Oh, Michael was, Bunting's yeah. in the middle of it. And I think Michael Bunting is a Winnipeg player that was diving without a stick. I don't know if it was Peacock and Sandine now has to be helped. Cross ice and, and he's in a lot of trouble. It's his right leg, right knee that he is favoring. But Bunting administered a bit of a low hit on the Winnipeg player without a stick. And I don't know if that was Peonk again, but he and Bunting have been going at it all night. So a break in the action. It's still 5-3 Winnipeg. You're listening to Molson Canadian Leafs Hockey on TSN 1050 and the Maple Leafs Radio Network. Neil Pionk is coming in for some extra attention from the Maple Leafs. It was a knee-on-knee. And you know what? It was a penalty. Attack on Sandine. That was a penalty. You're right. Now we've got play halted as Simmons is trying to get at. Is it Pionk? There was no call on Pionk. And then when Pionk lost his stick and was trying to move the puck up with his hand, Spezza drilled him. And now Stanley is in the middle of this, the big defenseman for the And Simmons Jets. says, fine, I'll take you. Well, I'll tell you what. The officiating here tonight has really yeah, been and, uh, and suspect. Both, and both sides. But if now, after you threw off Austin Matthews with Pierre-Luc Dubois, both getting roughing minors when Dubois basically had Matthews by the cuff of the jersey and wrestled him for 40 seconds. If you just come out with one now. Toronto number 24, two minutes for cross-checking and a 10-minute misconduct. Well, I mean, the tragedy is we didn't see it when it first happened. But Sandine gets knee-on-knee. And that was it. So what they've done now, with 12.30 to go, they've taken Wayne Simmons out of the game for all but 30 seconds. And that's great for Pierre-Luc Dubois and Neil Pionk and guys that want to start running around again. Pierre-Luc Dubois already can say, hey, this is no problem for us. I just took Austin Matthews off the ice. Now, we've got Richie and Dubois jostling a little bit. You know when you'll have guys on other teams that you just don't like, you're not a fan of? For for me, it's Pierre-Luc Dubois. I can appreciate what he brings to the Winnipeg Jets. I think because I'm more of a John Tortorella fan than maybe some people are, I love the fact that Tortorella benched him after he quit on him for his shift. Well, Jets can ice this one away with another power play goal. Stolen by Muzzin, played to the line, but not out. He'll get another opportunity as his his stick was being held by Blake Wheeler. No call there. Played in along into the corner. Jets on the power play. Leafs on the penalty kill as it comes out to center ice and down into the jet zone. Penalty kill brought to you by our Ontario Packaging Centers. Ontario's largest one-stop shop for all your packaging and warehouse needs. 
Kyle Connor and across the line for Shifley who scores! It'll be a big night in Winnipeg with the Blue Bombers winning and now the Jets a 6-3 lead on Toronto. Second time in the box for Wayne Simmons when the Jets have scored but I don't know how you bust through the defense here. As it's Lilligren and Brody are back. Kerfoot is actually playing D more than Lilligren at this point. And Joe Wall, I mean, this was such an easy goal. A power play goal to one on three and you sift through the Leaf defenders and snap it past Joe Wall. Where Winnipeg, like I said, is fortunate is that the referees took the hero route and threw Wayne Simmons off for the rest of the game. So now Dubois, Pionk can continue doing what they've done most of the night with not a lot of threat of retribution unless Nick Ritchie gets into it. Buck up on the left wing side for Logan Stanley who will send it in. There's 11 and a half minutes to go in this one. Kyle Clifford out there for Toronto. Oh, there's, a, there's another guy that might be able to contribute in other ways. Played out into the center ice area. Clifford trying to get it in, and it's played in then by Ritchie around back of the net. Clifford with a hit, but the puck maintained and shot high to center ice by the Winnipeg Jets. Puck back down in the Toronto zone. Played into the Winnipeg end. Found the boards that'll come to the near side. And Peelers uh, playing it out into the center ice area, had it intercepted and shot right back down into the Winnipeg end. Well, if you've got tickets for oh. March the 31st, as now Wait. Wall coming out of the net got clobbered. Well, he, something happened, Joe, when he left the crease to play the loose puck, he dropped his stick and doubled over. Now he's back up on his feet. I'm not sure what it was. But he left the great... Oh, he fell over his stick. Made a heck of a play with his catching glove to knock the puck to the wing. And then he took a knee off the head. I mean, is this not goalie interference? If, if Pierre-Luc Dubois... Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's it's accidental. They're both racing for a loose puck. But Joe Wall took a knee to the head. They say that I'm not a big fan of Pierre-Luc Dubois. Yes, you have. Yep. We saw and last Campbell. night Jack Campbell got ran by Marcus Foligno. There was no penalty on that. So you can see with Dubois and Matthews and now Sandine getting knee-on-knee by Pionk in this game. He left. and You know one thing for sure, Sandine's going to be out for a bit. I mean, this was, knee on knee was a lot of pain. Up. Yep. And... March 31st is when these two teams meet in Toronto as Wall is forced to make a save there. And it's played into the center ice area. Bunting couldn't get it across the line. A pass up on the left wing for Nikolai Ehlers is stolen back by Paul, who will send it down into the Winnipeg end. Betza barges into a hit there on Nate Schmidt. And the puck comes free and it's brought out by Josh Morrissey to center. In across the line, Shifley had it taken away, and a pass for Spezza is too far. It's going to go for icing and come all the way back. 
The power play goal, Shifley from Connor <laughs> and Pionk. Which is, which you know, and like I said, it wasn't until we saw the replay slowed down. But but it was a dirty play by Pionk. You can say it was reactionary. But Sandine had already delivered the shot, and then you can see Pionk extend his knee into Sandine. Shot from the blue line, stopped by Wall, puck into the corner, and flipped to center ice by Morgan Riley. A pass off a stick. Tavares got it in front of the net, and a quick shot taken there by Kasha was stopped by goaltender Hellebach. The Jets get it to center. They scored eight the other night. They've got six here tonight. Leafs back in their own zone. Got it out at center and across the line. Pulling the brakes on there was Kerfoot. Knocked into the boards on a hit there was Kasha by Adam Lowry. And the Jets are going to play it down into the Toronto end. Lilligren being chased by Vasilainen. Puck comes up on the wing and the Leafs get it out at center ice. Muzzin launches it into the right wing corner. Camp trying to get there, but his numerical no, uh, counterpart, Logan Stanley, took him down. And now here are the Jets getting it to center and backhanding it down into the Toronto end. Well, Lowry holding his hands out is just saying that holding wasn't a hold. Now the Leafs have it back in their own end. This game has the potential to get nasty, doesn't it, before it's open, before it's over. I said that's why I believe that Wayne Simmons was banished for all but the final 30 seconds of this period. Played down in along the boards. Knocked down from behind was the lead player. Engball got it up on the wing. Clifford trying to work down the wall. Back of the net, he has it. Tries to center. Knocked away. Engball in traffic. Now to Richie. Fed around the boards. It'll come to the point, but a weak shot gobbled up and sent to center ice by the Jets. In across the line. Coninato can't get a shot away. Stole the puck back from Hall. Sends it in front of the goal. A backhand shot is wide of the late goal. Jets buzzing and looking for more. Here's Dillon at the point for Neil Pionk. A pass into the slot is broken up and cleared off the boards to center. And right back in on goal as the Leafs will have to go back behind the net to set, sort things out. 7.24 to go in the third. Jets have added a goal here in the third and restored at least a three-goal lead. Brought in over the line then by Bunting that didn't reach Matthew. Played back out at center ice. Jets in across the line into the slot, a shot! And down is Joseph Wall to cover up and hold for a face-off in the Toronto end. The Leafs will return home to host Columbus Blue Jackets on Tuesday night. We'll have that action for you beginning at 7 o'clock. You're listening to Molson Canadian Leafs Hockey on TSN 1050 and the Maple Leafs Radio Network. Joe Bone and Jim Ralph back here with you in uh, Winnipeg with the Jets leading by a score of 6-3. to three. Mark Shifley with his uh, sixth goal of the season for the Jets. And this has really gotten ugly since Austin Matthews got tangled up with Pierre-Luc Dubois and then 
took a, took a roughing minor in the process. Shifley, or not Shifley, excuse me, but Sandine having his knee torn up on a knee-on-knee hit by Pionk. As the Jets get it out into the center ice area, driving the net as Ehlers works in off the wing, stops, looks for a man in front, tipped away there by Richie, who was knocked down. The puck's still free. Knocked down by Morgan Riley to Richie, and Richie just gets the puck to center, where it is off a stick and back into the Toronto end. 6.15 to go. Riley to Nylander. Played ahead, and now we've got a fight going on the near side. And it is Kyle Clifford who has grabbed Brendan Dillon. He's got an arm free. Dillon throwing a couple of right hands. Clifford throws an uppercut. And down goes Dillon with a couple of shots from behind by Kyle Clifford. We said this had potential. And... That's why Wayne Simmons is sitting until the final shift of the game. At least it's five minutes each. Now, now Paul Maurice is upset. He's saying that Dubois and Matthews were two each. It's got to be 15 for Clifford. <laughs> we're looking, and we're looking at the overhead view, and that started well away from the play. I think what Paul Maurice might be saying is there should be an instigator on this. But we have not seen a camera angle yet that would show that how it Clifford. started, really. Yeah. Although, if if I had to guess, I might agree with Paul Maurice that Kyle Clifford would have instigated. He's icing his right hand over the penalty box now. Jets get to center and shoot the puck in. Brody got it around back of the net. Muzzin pried it free for Kerfoot. His pass gets ahead, and Nylander's through center. Got it back again on the right side. Puts the brakes on at the top of the circle. Works back for the drop pass now. A shot taken. The rebound. Fed wide of the net as Muzzin got it to the net, but Kerfoot couldn't get the rebound to work. Played off the boards to center. Tipped in over the line. Kyle Connor goes into the corner. Dropping it off there for Stanley. Got back to Connor. Connor in along the near boards. Shifley working into the middle of the ice. Dropping it back for Morrissey. Into the corner for Stanley. His shot from a sharp angle was stopped by Wall. And now Nylander circles back behind his goal with 5-11 to play in the third period. Brought out by Engvall. Engvall to center. Backhanded it into the corner. Out of the net, Hellebuck to play it around on the wall to get it away from uh, David Camp. Puck in along the boards now for Kasha. Can't get it to behave. And the Jets will play it into the corner. Pinching down Hall. Kept alive there by Camp. Dug out by Engvall. Back to the point it comes to Riley. Riley gets a shot away. There's a rebound in front of the net. And Hall down in front of the goal by Paul Stasty was Kasha. Just as he was going to get a shot away. Now he brings it in with a shot. And a blocking glove save made by Hellebuck. Richie playing it back in his own zone. Six to three, the score. And the power play goal from Shifley 
when Simmons was dispatched for cross-checking is a huge one here, although three-goal deficit obviously is big, but two might have been at least a chance. Puck in the Winnipeg zone. Punched out at center ice by Harkins. The Leafs get it back for Ritchie. Trying to play it in and round back of the net. Hellebuck will leave it for his defenseman. Played up on the wing by Pionk. A lead pass on the left wing side for Harkins. He tries to get in over the line. Knocked off stride by Matthews. Centering pass though to Harkins. And he had his shot go off the side of a stick and wide. And now, is this bunting? Yep. And Harkins is after him, and Bunting has got him in a headlock taken down. It'll be interesting to see what this call is. (laughs) I think, you know what? I bet you Winnipeg gets the extra penalty here. Just so we're all nice and tied up and equal. Jansen Harkins will go to the penalty box, and we'll wait for the rest. You're listening to Molson Canadian Leafs Hockey. On TSN 1050 and the Maple Leafs Radio Network. Well, this game has gotten under the collar of a lot of people, including the coaches. Like there was a bit of a verbal exchange, although what we're saying it might be a verbal barrage from one side, and that was Paul Maurice towards the Leaf bench. Oh no, Michael Bunning's gone off as well. I'm not sure what Maurice is upset with now, because everything has been pretty much even including Pierre-Luc Dubois and Austin Matthews which to me my humble opinion did not seem well, the Leafs are on a power play so the extra penalty is gone on the wing and a shot is swallowed up by Hellebuck now you played for a lot of different coaches did you ever have two coaches get after one another no now the one usually, that- usually our coach is one screaming at me. (laughs) Might have been the distraction. That could be it. But, I mean, the Pierre-Luc Dubois one was ridiculous. Now, I don't know if the Leafs pulled wall yet. We haven't been able to. No, no. no. I mean, why wouldn't you know? Yeah, exactly. The the best one I remember was Jacques Demers trying to climb the glass at Joe Louis Arena to get to John Brophy. And half the Red Wings were yelling, let him go, let him go. Which would have been a very interesting confrontation. And that went back to their WHA days. And in particular, one incident, which was called the St. Valentine's Day Massacre, in which Brophy's team started every tough guy in the league. And before the opening faceoff had been dropped, five fights had started on the ice. Ah, old-time hockey. They don't have that anymore. I do have a story that maybe we can squeeze in in a moment. Leafs on the power play. Somebody else brought it up to me. Across the line for Richie. Backhanded in front shot. Stopped by Hellebuck. He looks behind him. And it's underneath him. All right. So the story, I don't know if you remember a player by the name of Mark Freer. Yes. In Ottawa a little bit. Philadelphia as well. There's some Facebook discussion. and, And he sent a message to me. He said, do you remember you came into Hershey? The American League is a visitor, and your coach called the timeout. But you came to our bench, grabbed our water bottle, and said, I don't care what he has to say. I have no intention of listening to a word of it. 
And I honestly don't remember it. I can I, see you doing that. And, I, and I, I showed it to my son, and my son said, you don't remember it? I said, no. It kind of sounds like you, though. Leafs <laughs> <laughs> play it around the board. Sir Richie on the near wing. It comes back to the point. Muzzin, left wing side. Engvall, a shot. And Hellebuck is going to be able to cover that up and hold for a faceoff. A minute 32 left to go in the third period. Now, Wayne Simmons gets out with 30 seconds left. Now, in the old days. Uh, no, he's... Oh, he's on now. Okay, he's at the bench. All right. I thought he had to serve the entire 12. I know you had uh, John Tavares serve the minor that Simmons took, and Simmons took the misconduct. Draw scrummed. Puck along the boards. Grabbed off there by DeMello and launched high and out and down the ice. Paul Maurice was upset before. Imagine Sheldon Keith throwing out Wayne Simmons. Kyle Clifford for the final shift of the game. Fired into the zone. Round on the far side. I'll tell you who would have done that. And that is John Brophy would have done that in a heartbeat. Up on the left wing. It comes down for Nikolai Ehlers. And a shot kicked away by Joseph Wall. Less than a minute to go in the third. And it's been a big day in Winnipeg. The football team is off to the Great Cup. And their hockey team has won the first game of two against the Maple Leafs this season. Played down into the Winnipeg zone. 37 seconds left. Oh, there's Wayne Simmons. Oh, Oh. and the grab starts. Stanley's in there. Simmons is in by himself. Here comes Hall. Brody. Simmons throwing punches at uh, the linesman. Have got to let him go here, do they not? I think they. Ma- I think they made it more dangerous. Stanley now saluting the crowd as the heavyweight champion of the world as he heads off. He's six seven. Fight somebody bigger. <laughs> and he took a little shot at Chara, didn't he? And then Morrissey went after Simmons, and then. To me, Stanley's the third man in. Yep, absolutely. But why do the linesmen jump in as quickly as they do? That's when guys get hurt. Somebody gets tied up, and somebody has a free arm. <laughs> Dylan Keefe has sort of that doe-eyed look over on the bench, like saying, wow, I didn't expect that to happen. <laughs> Lake Wheeler is all chuckles. Well, he'll get but, his first goal of the season some other but, night. But you know, for, for game Lo- one thousand for him, for Logan Stanley to do that on the way off when he re- he didn't win a fight, as uh, I think for the most part, <laughs> might be looked at as an embarrassing moment in a career. Now the Leafs, a la Hanson brothers, the ones from the penalty box, are being shuffled off the ice. Well, the Jets are just having a jolly time, aren't they? They sure are. Hey, I'm really looking forward to the March 31st game, to be told. To be yeah, honest no. with you. By of, then, everything of, will be forgotten. Yeah, a lot of times it becomes a little bit of a letdown. John Tavares is coming over to serve a penalty. Looks like Winnipeg will be on the power play. 34 seconds to go. Buck in the corner is played back to the blue line. 
A long shot by Schmidt was stopped by Wall, and he's able to cover up on it. And if uh, Dominic Toninato had taken one more slash at that puck, he might have really uh, been a little sore tomorrow morning. By the way, Logan. Oh, he's and and Paul Maurice is still at it with. Uh, By the way, Logan. <laughs> the expression on Sheldon Keefe's face was priceless. Morrissey across the line, had it taken away by the Leafs. A dozen seconds left to go as it is sent out and down the ice. Well, this has been a interesting night. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Like I said, Logan Stanley, going back to him, holding his arms up in the air, holding his helmet up. If you're six foot seven, 228 pounds, and that is the closest you've ever come to winning a fight, I don't think that's... That's reason to celebrate. Probably even though, not. Even though you felt like the man of the hour and had the adoring crowds cheering you as you left the ice. So the Maple Leafs will drop a 6-3 decision, lose both games on this two-game mini road trip. They'll return home to host Columbus on Tuesday night. We'll have that action for you beginning at 7 o'clock. We want to thank... Uh, Nick McVicker along with Natasha, who have been running the operation for us here tonight. The Maple Leafs dropping a 6-3 decision. We'll ship it off to Jim Taddy and Dave Festchuk with more than a little to talk about this evening. You've been listening to Molson Canadian Leafs Hockey on TSN 1050 and the Maple Leafs Radio Network.